Alright, just trying to fix my uh, phone holder here. Trying to turn down the so I tried to turn down the AC in the car so I didn't interfere with the audio that I'm about to uh, give you guys. Um, you know, I just have these moments where I'm driving and I think about that would help a lot of people if they knew that. And I know there's a lot of people to this group who are new, who haven't seen a lot of these videos. The first thing I want to do is implore you and encourage you to go into the search function. If you have questions, there are a lot of, let me just type this thing up so much. There are a lot of videos in this group that have been done. There's over a thousand hours of content fix this the announcements too much uh there are a thousand hours of content you guys can begin to explore that if you're new to the group and you're just seeing some of the things that are coming up in the feed there's a lot of stuff we've covered in the past so use the search function if you go into the top of your toolbar on a mobile you can it'll say like street cop training you put like marijuana um search incident to arrest whatever you want to do i try to add as many keywords as possible i know a lot of people join this group they start watching videos it becomes very compulsive Watching, I'm trying to fix this fucking new holder. Sorry, guys. So, um, today's contextual thing does not have to do with case law. It is a universal police tactic that goes very, very uh, unused. But to those who use it, know the power of its that it that it possesses. It will take you from being the cop that you are the cop that you want to be and it's a simple tool it's a simple tactic and a lot of people will uh it'll take some time to learn how to deploy it and i get that becoming a cop is a hard thing to try to figure out how you're going to act with people and you need people to respect you and you got to act tough and but i got to tell you dude and everybody in this group uh, not just any dude when i learned how to deploy kindness and talk to people and deploy a handshake and introduce myself especially in high-stress situations. I'm not talking about danger to yourself. I'm talking about when you need to establish communication with somebody because you have a law enforcement objective to achieve. You will not do such by screaming in the face of people. You need to take a reality check if you find yourself engaging in a screaming match with people. I'm not saying I haven't been there or I'm perfect. I'm telling you that I've done it, I've watched others do it, and it's the wrong way to go about things. Probably one of the best skills that I feel I was very well-rounded at at the end was communication. Obviously, I'm doing these videos here trying to tell you guys things. I'm a good communicator. If we went into a situation where we had somebody who did not want to speak with us, and listen, you're not going to win everybody over. You're not going to, you're not going to make just anybody, um, you know, work. With, if, if they're the unsellable, then they're unsellable. But I can't tell you how many times I've gone places, and uh, or gone to jobs or had situations where simply shaking somebody's hand introducing myself and beginning my conversation with kindness, not with authority, to show that I had empathy and I was there to understand made my life a whole lot easier as a police officer. I think that's probably something you could do in general. That's probably a tool you can implement into your life. And um, to the opposite of that, I've also watched uh, a lot. I'll take myself out of the equation for this one. I've watched a lot of people not know how to employ that tool, not know how to employ that tactic. And, you know, they're not good at communicating. Hence, they're not going to have good results. And I've seen it. I'm going to tell a story. and I was apprehensive about telling it because it is a true story. And um, I'm going to try to keep it as vague as possible. 
I had done a search warrant on a house. And upon the entry of the search warrant, the subject tried to flush some of his stuff. We grabbed him. And tensions rise rather quickly. People that I was working with that day were not deploying this tactic that I'm telling you about. I felt very uncomfortable at that moment where there's a, loud, a lot of screaming going on uh, for absolutely no reason other than the fact that that's how those people communicated. And a few minutes into it, the guy looked at me and said, um, the guy we had handcuffed on the couch goes, hey, can I talk to you for a second? I said, yeah, what's up, man? He goes, I in the kitchen. I just want to talk to these other guys. I said, okay, we'll go in the kitchen. He goes, bro, tell him to stop, tell him to stop searching. I'll tell you where it is. He's like, I know who you are, dude. I'll tell you where it is. And I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, okay. I'm like, yo, everybody, yo, just give it a minute. Everybody calm down. Everybody smoke their lucky strikes and calm down. And uh, we began a conversation. This dude's know me. He didn't know he was my target. He didn't know me from Adam. And he goes, yo, I trust you. I said, trust me. You don't even know me. He goes, no, I know you, bro. He goes, everybody knows you. Everybody knows you. They know that you're a, you're an aggressive dude. And you're out there and you're locking a lot of cats up, but you're a good dude. Everybody knows the same exact thing about you. And you're fair to people and you're kind. And I'm, I trust you based on what everybody else says about you. And at the time, if you guys don't know, and I'm making this up, I had a mohawk, right? So I forgot to not. My, my, my uniforms are pretty friggin' tight, too. I had them, like, tailored so my sleeves and, like, my arms were all jacked up. I wasn't somebody that stuck out as a typical-looking police officer. Uh, and let's face facts. I was doing it to, uh, I don't know, make my personal life flourish. And it worked. Like, you know, I think you got to work with what you got, bro. Like, you can make fun of me all you want. But uh, guess who uh, took home a nine, you know? So, but anyway, back to the story. So I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, this is a true story. He goes, well, one time you saw us broken down on Route 35 in town. I said, oh, I, said, oh, I remember that. He goes, yeah, it was raining out. And uh, he's like, bro, you got out of the car and pushed our car. You knew everybody in the car. I think you locked up almost everybody in the car. I said, yeah, I did. And he goes, he goes, dude, you suck your head in the car. He said, man, it smells like weed in here, but it's raining too hard for me to care. And I was like, I remember that. He goes, bro, then you pushed the car. Even though you locked everybody up in that car, you still pushed the car to where we needed to go. He's like, and I'll never forget that. And those guys never forget that either. And they even said, I'm like, yo, that dude, he's, he's a tough dude. He'll find you. He'll catch you. But he's also a really nice guy, too. The final thing I said to him was, was there any weed in that car? He goes, bro, there was a pound in the trunk. We were fucking scared. I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. But because he had heard that, and we work in a town where a lot of guys, a lot of people work together, uh, similar to where the town I work in, where people know each other, they know who you are. If you're out on roadways or driving by, they're going to see you consistently because they live there. And I had developed a reputation where I was a, a kind uh, person. Um, now, I'm not telling you that I was 100% perfect. I'm telling you that even a friend of mine who's in this group who's watching, he, uh, he was a very, very qualified and is a very good police officer. Uh, you know who you are who I'm talking to because when I watched him work, I heard his tone and how he was talking to people. And I said, yo, dude, and dude, if you want, you're watching this video. I know you are. Comment on it because I don't want to put you out there. I said, dude, you sound very militaristic. If you calm down your approach and you deploy empathy and kindness and sympathy, and you sound much more relaxed, much more calm, much more polite. I promise you, you'll get better stuff on these motor vehicle stops. Don't be wrong. You're very good. You're one of these guys who has talent right off the hop. I'm watching it. You had a good FTO. Things are good. You you, you got it. Uh, and the guy got put in division where he belonged. And, dude, I think about two weeks later, we ran into each other again because we worked opposite sides of the week. And he goes, 
it worked. It worked. You were right. I'm nicer, and it works a lot better than being being tough and mean. It's not just motor vehicle stops, folks. This is all around police work. This is with your coworkers trying to get sucked into the game of talking shit. It's the worst place to be as a cop. No, it's every police department everywhere at every facet of the country, but in the field, deploying kindness and empathy. Don't I'm a bit embarrassed about the things I've done. I look back at the things that I've done. I'm like, oh God, it makes me fucking cringe. Uh, this is general good police work. If you're going to a situation and it looks like it's tense, or it looks like the person doesn't want to communicate with you, a handshake, a polite introduction, and the ability to convey to somebody that you're trying to help them, although maybe they're trying to catch them involved in criminal activity, you can play the kind guy. They're going to they're gonna work with you more when you're kind. And you know what? You won't get as many complaints as well. The best cops are the ones who understand this concept, employ it, and the worst cops are the ones that don't and do just the opposite. We all work with those people who behave improperly, embarrass us, and make us think, oh, what's he doing? What's she doing? Why does she got to do this every single time she comes to this? Why does he got to do this every single time? Oh, we know this guy was picked on in high school. Guys, if this is your attempt to get even with the world because you have a badge and you're tough now, you have to make peace with your past and pretend like it never happened. Because if you're trying to be an effective police officer, acting like a cock is not going to get you there. If you think you're a tough guy, because you don't have to be a tough guy. Me and, my, me and some of the best friends that I had at work were some of the most physically able people in the world. We were the last guys who wanted to fight you. And that's, that's common. We were the last guy. We'd do anything we could. I don't know why a lot of people wanted to fight us at certain times, but we were the last guys who tried to fight you because we understood. They were, they were, I can tell you my friend Brian Vell, he's a cop in Woodbridge. The guy has one of the best dispositions of talking to people. Uh, I just, I can't give the guy enough credit on his ability to approach situation and have it hashed out and make sense to people. And it was just, he was, was an amazing guy to watch. A lot of people like that. A lot of good, great, and you know, think about it. Think about your agency. Not talking about the guys who were this, the guys who were that. Who are the people that you were looking at and going, that motherfucker's a good cop. That guy's a good, that guy's a good cop. And how do they behave on scenes? We know that they won't take shit from anybody, but they also won't show up and start trouble. They'll always defuse the situation and get to the point and get the objective completed. So, going forward, try to deploy kindness. Watch these videos that we're putting in this group of how people are approaching cars. Use your passenger side approaches. Good evening, Officer Benino, Woodbridge Township Police, or good evening, you know, good evening, Officer Smith, NYPD. Can I please see your light? You know, that this is this is a good way to start things. Don't let don't feed it to people bad energy. Continue to deploy. Listen, if you got to do what you got to do, I get it. But you can calm people down. You don't have to take things personal. I've had people who say things like, "What do I need to stop for?" And I would say something like this: "Listen to me." Let's just all calm down. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a traffic stop. I know that you're a little agitated because I knew that this could be a ploy or a tactic to try to, to try to get me to not pay attention to what's really going on. There could be a passenger in the car who's playing this game, but the driver's nice and vice versa. So you just got to be savvy and smart with it. Okay, Don't feed into people's bullshit. Be the better person. Play the better role. That's it. Don't be the guy or the girl. Hopefully that helps some of you guys. I know there's a lot of new people in here. Try it. Check yourself when you're sounding like a dick. 
Watch the videos of all these guys that are out here trying to train you on these social media platforms. And let me know how many of them sound like an asshole on a motor vehicle stop. I guarantee there's none of them. See ya.